What's the crack, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? You know, you've got to start it. You've got to start it with what's the crack. Fair enough. <laughs> Welcome back to the third B2B Sports podcast with me, Ollie, and... Sam. Me. Sam's <laughs> yep. back. That's me. Sam's here. That's it. Um, I'm buzzing, to be honest, because it is... Bank holiday weekends. It is. Three day weekend. Loving and it. the sun the sun should be about. Although it should be, but who knows? In Manchester, what's it like up there, Sam? At the moment, to be fair, it's it, there is a lot of cloud, but the sun is trying to break through. So Yeah. It's been muggy here. And yeah. it's like spotted with rain, but tomorrow the sun should come out, hopefully. That's what, what they say. Although apparently there's forty forty percent chance of rain tomorrow, so don't know it, it always rains in Manchester. Yeah, <laughs> 23 degrees on Monday, though. Banging, mate. Yeah. Banging. But I'll tell you what, it was raining on, in Manchester on, uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. I, don't, I don't remember Wednesday. Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday just... Uh, I blocked Wednesday out. I'm not going to lie. You blocked it out. Honestly. Talk me so, through the game. Talk I was me so buzzing for the game. It was... Oh. First half, I mean, we, we we did kind of dominate possession and we had more chances. And obviously we go behind in the first half because that's just how we like to play this. That's week. just United, yeah. yeah. That's just United. I wasn't too worried when, when we conceded. Um, but yeah, second half, it took a while to get going. Got a bit of a lucky goal, I suppose. Um, what happened? Well, Tom, if you got, I didn't see, I didn't see Cavani's goal. What yeah, I mean, from... to be fair, it was mostly a tapping from him because the keeper saved it and he just tapped it in. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't an amazing goal, um, but I think a few minutes before that, like there was a penalty shout and it could have been a penalty. It probably wasn't, but it was. It's difficult to say. Like Greenwood yeah. got jumped in the air to, to get the ball first, did get the ball first, and he was also kicked midair. Mm. So it probably should have been a pen, but did VR have a look at it? Is it did, well, pen? for ages, and they said no. No, oh, no. I so. saw I saw Rashford miss an absolute sitter though. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a great game, to be fair. He missed it. And then I was I was listening to the game on the way home. I, I heard commentators say that Man United hadn't made the change. The first change came in the hundred and tenth minute. See Ad- def- definitely make same I swear we definitely made a substitution. Like it was late, <laughs> but we definitely made one. I don't know what what was Ollie playing at. I don't know. I, I don't know. He's got a lot of flack for it though. This game. I know, but I think it's just we just didn't play well, well enough to win. To be honest, um, didn't have enough efforts like that, that were close. Like, we had possession, but we didn't really get there. Were they tired? Do you think? It looked a bit, but but even then, not not hugely. Um, and we had like green. We still had Greenwood on, Rashford on. So they they didn't look tired. They were still running as fast yeah. as they run and stuff. Is it? So I don't think it should all be blamed on manager. Probably could have made some substitutions, but yeah. Um, well, you're potentially giving him a new three-year deal, so exactly. <laughs> must have done something right. But I mean, I'm not against him having another deal, but it's just yeah. difficult to swallow at the moment. But so it finished one all in in. In oh, ninety minutes, and then extra time. Yep. And then it went to our penalty shootout. 
yeah. and this sounded it was the mad. most stressful penalty shootout I've ever watched apart from the 2008 Champions League final <laughs> why'd you have to throw I, that in there why'd you it was in there <laughs> <laughs> just oh god it was just nobody missed and I know De Gea is getting a lot of flack that if he'd used his um, kind of research sheet on the penalties, yeah, if, right, if he'd yeah. used that exactly, he would have saved one. But at the end of the day, they were all great penalties. They all all looked insane. That yeah. keeper's penalty for Villarreal. The no, it, it was an absolute rocket. <laughs> literally. But even then, like on. they're like eighth, ninth, and tenth penalty were like top bins from their defenders. Yeah. Uh, so it was just. I, 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 it was funny. My mate, um, mate at work showed me, um, like I think it was like United's equivalent of Arsenal fan TV. They were like watching the penalty shootout. Yeah. And um, obviously the the strikers had taken all all their penalties, and then Fred stepped up. Yeah. Honestly, their reaction. He, Fred he, he stepped like up. One, and I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but his pen was actually really good. Well, he can't shoot for Toffee, mate. In 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 like. I know. In, in, normal, <laughs> in normal game situation. Steps up for a pen, slots it home, mate. It's that side netting <laughs> as well, I think. It was... Oh, I think. He actually had a the, good pen. The pens that I watched, the sort of the latter end of the penalty shootout, it seemed like all all the players were just sort of stepping up and hitting and hoping, hitting and hoping for the best. Yeah. Like, there seemed to be no sort of technique. Just to no, literally it, it run up and smash it. <laughs> not, but, um, I think that's what De Gea should have done. He kind of... Did it a bit softly. You, you can't blame him, though, really. Can't oh, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it's his fault. Like, cannot, the amount of pressure you, they're under, it's, yeah. it's, it's, nobody's missed yet. Like, if a few people had missed and it was still got to that many people, I think yeah. it might have been different. But because nobody'd missed, it was kind of like you expect somebody to. Yeah, that's true. Just down to somebody who shouldn't be taking a penalty at the end of the day. He, um, he hasn't saved a penalty in six years, I don't think, Sam. No. <laughs> Does that concern you a little I mean, I'd, at the end, of, I, I don't think goalkeepers should be saving penalties. If you know Statement. what I mean. Statement. And at the end of the day, if if a, if a striker or any player has the opportunity to shoot without anybody around them from twelve yards away, they should yeah. be scoring. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I yeah. think with, with the level of play that they are, the players that they yeah. are, that should be going in every time. No, if it's, saves it. It's, it's great, but they never. They, they never. I don't think they'll ever be. Um, it'll be the. I can't think of the word. It's they're more like pot luck, expected isn't it? to save it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, but yeah. poor United, poor yes. Ole. Again, yes, it, I just. I, I just see something on Twitter that, um, like, what was it? Liverpool lost the Europa League final. Then they I know you're about to say it. Lost the Champions League final, and then they won the Champions League final. So three years, mate. So you're saying next year you're going to lose the Champions League final? Yep. And then the year after that you're going to win it? You're going to win it, yeah. <laughs> Easy does it. Christ. Jesus. I that's It's set in stone. I don't know about that one. don't know about that <laughs> one. <laughs> but fair play to Villarreal. I think that's oh, the yeah. first time that they've won. Like, I mean, I think the, the, uh, what was it, the population of, the, of Villarreal can fit in Old Trafford. <laughs> And then have like, what, 20,000 20, people left over? Nah, you're joking. You yeah, there's only like 50,000 people in Villarreal. Bloody, I didn't know he was that tiny. Yeah. Oh, good evening, mate. He's done a good job, hasn't he? Oh, <laughs> Unai. Unai, Emery. Yeah, he's, he's the master of the Europa League, to be fair. <laughs> he actually is. He actually is. Apart from 
he couldn't win it when he was with Arsenal because um, I mean, yeah. and that, I think that's Arsenal. That's, it's not his fault. It's Arsenal. That is Arsenal. Yeah. We move. We uh, we move into the to the the next, the biggest European European competition. That is this Saturday tomorrow. I am cacking me pants, mate. Honestly, I really want to watch it. But I really don't want to watch it because <laughs> I hate every minute of it. Sam, as a United fan, as a as a person who specifically hates Man City and Chelsea, I mean, it's it's, it's just not the good worst, time. It's the worst football. I, I don't want to watch it, but I want to watch it. Are you you getting dragged out tomorrow, aren't you, by a Man City fan? I think so. I will. I think I will be going somewhere to see it. Um, but I don't know. I, I think because I'm going to see it with the Man City fan, I'll be. This is this is the the amount of happiness it will be is very very small. But I'll be happier if Chelsea win it. Definitely, that's what I was waiting to hear. Come on, boys, up the Chelsea. But even then, I will be. That's like a zero point zero zero five percent happiness. Dude, you're gonna be surrounded by Man Man City fans. In a Man City, surrounded by one Man City fan. (laughs) I mean, it's only one. Just the one. Just the one. But every every game I've every. Man City, Man United game. I've watched with them. United have won, so I'm hoping that they will then lose because I can't ask for them to win their first, like win their first thing. Win. I know. I know they say it's a treble. It's a bit of a shit treble. Just saying. Well, yeah, it's not really the treble, is it? It's like no, it's only not proper, the proper clubs can do a proper treble. Oh well, yeah, chuck that in there, Sam. Chuck it. Go on, and flex. <laughs> I flex know. Yeah. <laughs> not a or something, but I'll get it in there at some point. Um... Yeah, I just I, I I see City winning winning it. It really it really worries me. It really worries me that Chelsea under Tuchel have beaten Man City in the FA Cup semi final and the Premier League. And I mean, on paper, Chelsea to beat Man City three times hmm. that's got to be slim odds. And it yeah. worries me that we've beaten them twice already. And it's it's probably about time that they beat us. So. Yeah, it's also worrying that you you. Beat them in the Premier League with their with their like second team. Well, yeah, I I was actually I was going to go on to that actually. I've got the um I've got the lineups here. Yeah. Um, from I've I've basically predict done a little predicted lineup of what Chelsea would and Man City would would okay. would would line up against. I've I've only literally only just got lineups from their game against PSG and the game against okay. Chelsea in, in the in the FA Cup. Yeah. So in the FA Cup, Man City lined up with Zach Steffen in goal. Absolutely not. not I didn't even. I didn't even know that was they had a keeper called that. <laughs> they lined up with Zach Steffen in goal. Um, Mendy left back, Laporte centre back with uh, Ruben Diaz, and Cancelo right back. That's their. That was their defence. I mean, it's pretty standard defence for them, isn't it? They lined up with it says five in midfield here, but I don't know how flexible that was. They said um, Sterling, um, Fernandinho, uh, Rodri, Fernand Torres, and De Bruyne. Yeah, playing in that camera, and then they had Jesus up front. I mean, I, I don't like expect that. I don't, don't expect that at all. No, no, no. Comp- like that lineup, yeah. Compared to the one they played PSG, okay. <laughs> So they had Edison in goal. Yeah. Um, 
Zinchenko left back, Ruben Diaz and Stones centre back, and Carl Walker right back. Okay. So that's already three. Wait, three of the back four that have changed. So Ruben Diaz is still there. Yeah. Then they played sort of a similar formation: five in midfield and one up top, if you will. So uh, Phil Foden on the left instead of Sterling. Yeah, Gundogan, Fernandinho. Um, Riyad Mahrez on the other wing Bernardo Silva playing in the can and then they played Kevin De Bruyne up top yeah so that is literally apart from one or two names a completely different side it is and I, I, I'm still surprised they had KDB up front I, I, I think, think I think I think they're going to do that again you know see I think they'll start a striker I think they'll start Jesus do you think what about Guerrero Champs League final I think he'll. I think if they're winning, he'll come on. He, to be fair, he hasn't played that many minutes for City exactly. this year. Exactly, he just looks like he's been spending his time in the gym. <laughs> Absolutely, stuff. He's doing it, mate. It's um, a box. He literally is. But I, I think, I think Ruben, Ruben Diaz, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Phil Foden, and I'd actually go for as far. I would say Mares. They're all guaranteed starters for me. Yeah, I think Gundogan's just picked up an injury. Has he? Yeah. Just seen. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I don't can't find it now. But I would yeah. also, I would also argue that Carl Walker is a starter for me. Probably. He's so, quite but... solid. Um, and I mean that team. I don't see Chelsea beating that team. It's just, it's a madness. And look at their bench. Look at, they can bring up the players that they had starting against Chelsea in the. Um, FA Cup semi-final they could just yeah. bring him off the bench yeah. Torres off the bench um, you've got Sterling off the bench you've got Mendy as a replacement for left back Cancelo as a replacement for right back yeah it's a, it's a bit and obviously you've got Aguero so I would say that Man City's starting lineup is going to be similar to what they, they played at, uh, at PSG yeah, yeah and maybe the only arguable thing is maybe whether they'd play a false nine or a striker. That's that's the only thing that yeah. I think I think they'll play a striker because I think against PSG they were obviously hold, trying to hold on to a lead. Yeah. Um, and I know they won two 0 but um, I think I think they'll they'll want to try and score. So I think yeah. I think Sterling will start. Do you think Sterling? Yeah. yeah. Phil Foden's think... got to start though. Oh yeah, he's definitely. Got to start. It's got to be somewhere, but I think he can play anywhere. I think he's one of the best players in the league. Right yeah, now. I was I was saying that earlier. Like, what is he? Is he is he attacking midfielder or is he? Or is he? Can he? Is he a winger? Like, he can play any kind of anywhere. Yeah, he's he's rapid and he's good on the ball. I think he'll be dangerous. I think if he's... if Kante, if Kante can play well, because I think he's just passed fit. I think he's been yeah. fit for the to play. Fit, yeah, um, if he can keep hold of Phil Foden. I think, I think yeah. that's. I, I, I don't that's think that, that make you win, but I think that's will be because uh, obviously they have still got mental other players. Yeah, I he's think. Phil Foden's twenty-one today. Is he? By the way, happy birthday, Phil. If you listen. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> and also, what twenty-one-year-old is called Phil? By the way, that's quite. I know. Phil's <laughs> a dying breed, mate. That's uh, twenty-one-year-olds in Manchester. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> we move. We move to old um, Chelsea's. Lineup, I think um, it will be a cross between the team they played against Real Madrid and mm. Man City. So, yeah, um, 
against Real Madrid, they played obviously uh, Mendy at the, Mendy at, uh, in the back. Yeah, he's um, been past fit as well. Isn't he? He's been past fit. Then you had Christian Santiago Silva Rudigo as your back back three. Okay. Aspilicueta and Chilwell as your full backs. Kante and Jorginho in the in the holding roles. And then you had Havertz, Werner and Mount sort of rotating around up top. So I think it, a lot of that team are going to be starting. I think yeah. the I think the change will be I think they'll bring Azpilicueta into that back three. So take Christensen out, Azpilicueta back into that back three, and they'll put a Reese James on the on the right wing back. Although you probably don't don't want Reese James anywhere near the starting lineup. So. I, I I don't mind him in the starting lineup. I mean I, I don't have a I don't have Bad feelings towards him. I think he's he's still a great player. I just think that Wan is a better defender. That's all. Um, but we'll <laughs> still a bit salty about that. <laughs> a little bit, but um, I I I think yeah, I think that's fine. I I would. This is quite out there, but I'd start Giroud over uh, Werner. Oh God. Just a bit a bit of difference. Like City won't be expecting it. I understand mm-hmm. Werner can do a bit more maybe with the assisting and everything, but I think Giroud gives you that big man up front. Yeah. Though I would say over the past couple of weeks, Chelsea have been hit on this over the past couple of weeks, and we've been whipping in a lot of crosses. But obviously, yeah. when you've got Timo and, and Mount and Pulisic you up there, there. It's, it, no one's getting on the, on the end of it. No, I think I, I would be. I think he'll at least come on anyway. Yeah, but, um, I, th- I would start him just as a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a shot for them. There's there's two there's two question marks about who would start this game for me. I think Hakim Ziyech scored in the FA Cup semi-final against City, so I don't know whether he would start over Pulisic up front. Um, in that front three, Mount, uh, Mount Werner and, and potentially Hakim Ziyech for me. I know you've yeah. gone Giroud, but I don't know. And the other one is um, Kovacic is back. So are they going to are they going to partner Kante and Kovacic or are they going to stick with Jorginho who can also be hit or miss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, can, it can be caught on the ball sometimes. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think I think stick with Jorginho. St- stick with him. Yeah, and then bring Kovacic on if you need. Yeah. I think he's probably better off the bench. Yeah. And he, he, he has been rushed, not rushed back, but he's had a long time out of uh, hamstring injury, I believe. Yeah. Um, so, so that brings us on to... Score, score predictions. What are you saying? See, I think it's going to be 2-1 City. 2-1 City. Unfortunately. That's fair. That's fair. What do you um, think? And what, what you actually think, not what you want to yeah. <laughs> No, I think it'll be a, be, I think it'll be a close game. I think whoever scores first will win. Yeah. I think whoever scores first, and I hope that's Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't see if Chelsea. I can't see it being a one 0 Chelsea. I just think City will score. I yeah. think. I think it'll be a two one, two one Chelsea. I believe. I hope. Chelsea. You think I Chelsea hope. can score two? Yeah, I'm. I'm Timo Werner's going to score on the big occasion. He's just oh going to do it. If he does, be ridiculous. This is written in the start. Yeah, I, I think he's going to miss a big, big opportunity. <laughs> he's going to miss ten. Timo well, Werner's going to miss ten. That's that's what I'm going to say next. So. The only two Champions League finals we've been in previously have both gone to penalty shootouts, and all that pressure on poor Timo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
If he takes that fifth and final penalty, I'm out. I'm I'm running. I'm I can't watch. I can't watch if he takes that last pen. But but Sam saying two one City. I'm saying two one Chelsea. But for me, it can go either way. I know. Yeah, City probably. Yeah, City probably I, I think it's either two one City or five nil City. Hang on. Hang on. There are two predictions. 5 0. Where's that come from? It's just because City like scoring in the last games of the season. All right. If that actually happens, I'm never talking to you again. So. <laughs> <laughs> the last podcast that is ever going to happen. <laughs> That's it. Ended on three. Yeah. Three. three and out. That's it. Three and out. Okay. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about um, in this football section is. How mental the managerial merry-go-round is right now. Everyone's Honestly, leaving. Everyone is leaving. It, leaving. I don't, I don't think it. I've. I don't think I've ever known like an end of a season to have this many managerial changes. No, especially from like clubs that won the league. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's very odd. So, Lille, the manager at Lille, yeah. is won the league. Obviously, with Lille, which doesn't happen because that's PSG's league. Yeah. Um, PSG's league. And uh, he's left two days after. Yeah. To, to a club that's that finished seventh in the same league. I don't I don't get it. I, I, I think they're, I think Luke was saying from the, the corridor of uncertainty that there have been some um, issues underlying at, at Lille oh, to okay. do with sort of the management and, and how it's run and players not being happy. But to me, that just seems like a massive shock. Still, it is still, yeah. I think, it's, especially like they won it like what, three days before he decided to leave. Yeah, it's just, just very odd. Just mental. And then obviously, um, Conte's um, left into Milan. Also, another disagreement with the board. Very odd again. And and the higher up powers into another weird one because he won the league. Yeah, um, I'd like to see a statement. Uh, I think it was today or yesterday. Um, basically saying that he was like, we won the league and it was, it was very hard, but um, I think I did very, very well. <laughs> Is that what he said? He basically, he basically said, like, we won the league because of me. <laughs> it was great. Conte. What an ego. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for me, and then obviously, so you've got those two leaving. Then Dan is now yeah. there, Real Madrid. I think that one makes a bit more sense. Um, a little bit more sense, yeah, because obviously they're... Been they're there a while and they're... They are a bit broken, Real Madrid yeah, at the moment. Yeah, they are a bit broken. <laughs> Even the Bernabeu's on fire. Do you oh, know what I know. Mean? <laughs> what's that, what's going on there? But, but I, th- I think I, I'm not because surpri- he kind of left kind of a similar time in his first the first time he was manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not surprised he's going. Now, my question to you, Sam, is if you've got Zidane on the market, you've yeah. also got Conte on the market. Yeah. Why would you give Ole a three-year deal? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's it's very difficult. It's I think, you know I mean? think when you've got managers of that caliber on the market, I know. It, but I think I, I also think that for United, the last few years we've been it's been slow, but it's been progress. It's been slow progress. We finished True. second in the league. We got to. Um, Final of the Europa League, which is mm-hmm. decent. Um, I know we were in the Champions League at the, at the, at the start, but um, like it's still it's not a successful season, but it's a good. It's a it's a, it is still a decent season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you know, I think I think a lot of managers 
don't get the chance to grow into the role. No, you're right. I especially especially when it's slow progress. A lot of them at these big clubs will get moved on quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like, I, I agree that extending it, it could be good. I mean, Ferguson didn't win anything, win anything his first three years. True. That's a great argument. I didn't think about that. You've got to give people time, and yeah. Like, exactly. Otherwise, it's like it's like when you apply for a job and they want experience. How are you going to get that experience if exactly. you can't? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those. Um, I don't know. To me, you have made progress, but I don't know if Ole is the right man for United. I think I United, know. United a bit. United to me, they've always. When I grew up watching Alex Ferguson, he was cutthroat. He was giving people the hair dry treatment. He was. He I mean, had a way of doing things. The Europa League was having a massive go at Cavani. Um, oh, is he? He was on the sideline. So I think, I think he's also somebody who like, was was in the Alex Ferguson um, yeah, right. thing. So I think he, he probably understands a bit more mm-hmm. the, pro- the process. And also, yeah, I, 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 I am interested to see what it would be like if he does extend... Um, and if he does improve more, if he doesn't improve in the next two years, I think, yeah, sack him. Yeah, I think that will just be the case. If we don't win anything in the next two years, but um, I, I'm I'm not too bothered that there are these other managers because like we we brought Mourinho in, he gave us quick success with the Europa League and then failed. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think it's the right thing to put somebody new in the situation all I, over again to start from the beginning. I do think with United, about maybe three signings, three signings and they could be a team. Like yeah. A team. So I, I, think, I think you need this, another centre-half. Probably. I, mean, I, say, I think Lind- Lindelof and Maguire have grown up, grown together. What do you think? Do you I think, think I'm, I, what did I say, I mean, Lindelof, it wasn't too, I mean, they say that Lindelof didn't get, didn't get his marking right on the goal yesterday, but, the guy that who scored it ran around from two people back who was being marked by another guy, so he he would never have seen him. It's so I, don't, run. I don't see that's how it's his his fault. I um, think you could, I think you could do with another uh, central midfielder. Obviously, yeah. not Bruno's fine, Pogba's fine if he stays, but Fred and McTominay. I don't know. I don't McTominay know about them. Was, was our best player on Wednesday? <laughs> on scout. And honestly, I I think he's a Darren Fletcher. I don't. Uh, don't do it. Don't say it. Oh, it is. I don't know. We oh, definitely no, I, I... need a striker. That's for sure. Hmm. I, I mean, mean what, Cavani's I... got signed one year deal, but after that, Martial. Where's Martial gone? Yeah. <laughs> Where well, is he? Apparently, Martial might have been in a deal with to get Harry Kane. Like, but he would have been included. But he, 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 I would, know, with Jesse that. Lingard. With Jesse Lingard. Oh. Yeah, Jesse Lingard and Martial, that's what I would try and get Harry Kane. Yeah. But we move on to Tottenham because talks to Tottenham. Now, this to me blows my mind because he's only been at PSG six months. Yeah. <laughs> and the way, that, back. the way that um, Poch and Tottenham ended their sort of their relationship, I don't know. It, wasn't, it didn't seem to be on good terms. No, it seemed to be a lot of Things kicking off at the club, between yeah. players and and manager and I don't know. I'd, if if that happens, if Poch comes back, that would be massive because that could have an implication on Harry Kane. Definitely, 
I was going to say, I don't know if it would. Do you not think? I think Poch and Hurricane are a good link up, and I think they're a good link up. But I think Hurricane will probably be looking at the, the squad and being like, "The squad's not there." Like, it's True. all right. It's all right having Pochettino there, but if the squad isn't there, like he he will be able to be like, "This is it still isn't going to work." Like, be... needs, yeah, there needs to still be a lot of rebuilding done at Tottenham because exactly. a lot of the players that that Poch had are still there. Yeah. You know I mean? So what's the and Bale's gone off to retire. Yeah, that's the big rumour, and it? he's not announced it yet, has he? No, but they're, they're, they're saying that he's going to retire after the Euros. Yeah, which would be interesting. But um, but yeah, if Hurricane goes, who do they actually have? Like, they've got Son, but without Bale and Kane, what's he going to do? I feel sorry for him. I do as well. <laughs> he's going to be left there at Tottenham, not on his own. Like, I know. He's like, I, th- I think, I think a, a big team could swoop in for Son and get him cheap. Because he's he's because he, he's everyone's distracted by Hurricane that I think Sun could go for cheap. But yeah. I don't think they'd sell him, but I don't think he'd go. But I, I think that that's a possibility. Where would he go though? That's the thing. Yeah, United. Everyone's going United. <laughs> United find everyone. Yeah, market, Sam. Ireland next. Great. <laughs> no chance. He's staying in Dortmund for a little bit more, but then where he goes, I do not know. Yeah. I do not know. But I literally, have you seen it? Um, Alaba has just signed for Madrid. Yeah. Just signed for Real Madrid. So maybe Madrid, they're on the rebuild. It's not as bad as... as I mean, they're rebuilding with Alaba, who is... How old is he? He's got to be about late 20s. Still in his prime. I think he's in his 30s. I thought he's still in his prime, man. Oh, he's 28. 28. He's younger than I thought he was. I think think maybe... I know he did play as a centre-back. In a, a, a um, at Bayern Munich, he played in a few places at Bayern. He did play left back, and he also yeah. played um, like CDM. Well, I was going to say Alfonso Davies has sort of taken that left back role. Yeah, <laughs> pinched it. But, but then you're going to a team that has Marcelo. Yeah, but Marcelo is ancient. How old's Marcelo? He's got to be. He was sick. And also, the other new signing today is that um, Liverpool have signed a new defender. Yeah, um, Canote. The Leipzig you know guy. Yeah, which, which is what I mean, they need. What they need. But you've got to think as well. Liverpool have got a lot of defenders coming back from injury. So yeah. they've got now him. Van Dijk will be back next year. They'll have yeah. Matip back. They'll have um, Joe Gomez. Completely forgot about Joe Gomez. Yeah. Um, so they've, they've strengthened their, their sort of defend, defending um, roles quite a lot, I think. I think they'll be back to back to what Liverpool were last year to be honest with you I, yeah I mean I, I hope not <laughs> you hope not I hope not I mean they battered us at Old Trafford um, yeah that was a weird game you just sort yeah. of rolled over yeah we did We did kind of towards the end of the season we kind of rolled over just quite a lot I mean we remained unbeaten away yeah which is I suppose an achievement but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure um yeah, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy week in in the in the, the realm of football. I think been. one more one more thing to quickly touch on is that yeah. Gareth Southgate announced his thirty three man squad. Yeah, I don't understand the point of announcing a thirty three man squad. I, I, I think do you know why he's done it? It's because obviously United were playing in the Europa League final and Chelsea and City are playing in the Champions League final. So there's a lot of players to still keep his eye on, and there's a lot of players that could still potentially be injured do you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean if they get injured he can pick somebody else that's well true, true. So I don't I don't I think I, 
a bit of keep the media happy and because you know. all all the other nations have announced their teams exactly <laughs> it's just England they're just <laughs> but okay. they've announced his thirty three man squads and yeah. he's got to cut seven players seven players down um so which Ben Chilwell okay brilliant take him out brilliant you're not gonna have just Mason Luke Mount. Shaw and he's like. <laughs> I mean, Luke Shaw is an animal. I think he'll be fine on his own. Oh, brilliant. No, a, 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 a backup to Luke Shaw is probably a good idea. Yeah, you've got to have Chilwell. I'm yeah. sorry. Luke Shaw probably will start. I give you that. Yeah. But Chilwell. And then I think. Start, be angry. I think you've got a. It's the right back situation, isn't it? So he's picked Trent, he's picked Trippier, he's picked Reese James, he's picked Carl Walker. Yeah. So one of those is going for definite. Maybe two, potentially. Um, I think Trippier will miss out. I think he'll go. Yeah, I mean, I he's still playing really well in, in Spain. So, And he loves Trippier. He did win the league and he did score a free kick against you know, Croatia. Yes. In the, but did. I think Ben White Ben White was a, a left um, centre-back choice. So think I mean, how's he got in instead of Bissaka? <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes Sam, no sense. Sam is crying. I did, it makes no... He's, he just doesn't like Bissaka and... I'm not sure how I feel about Southgate for it. No, because it like doesn't it. make it doesn't make sense how he doesn't get into at least the provisional squad. <laughs> to be to be fair, when I saw that provisional squad, I instantly thought, "Where's Wan Bissaka?" Yeah, he, he actually deserves to be on there. He does. He does deserve to be on there. He does. Twenty-six man squad is is another question, but um, I think um, I think they've got to cut the midfield down as well. I think Calvin Phillips might miss out on that because. Possibly, I mean, he's fighting to get in to get back to uh, fitness, really. Yeah, Hendo, Rice, and Jude Bellingham have all been selected, also. So one of those, one of those four, has got to miss out, and I think Calvin Phillips might miss out. Yeah. Does it? It's just, but did you say one of the others ones has, has to as well? No. Well, it would probably be one of those four. So out of Hendo, Rice, Jude Bellingham, and Phillips, okay. I would imagine one of those would. Yeah, I'd take Phillips out. Yeah. And then, obviously, you've got your strikers, your forwards. I think I feel sorry for Patrick Banford, man. He deserves, to be... he deserves to be in it. Second highest um, English goal scorer in the Prem. At least to be in the provisional squad. Do you know what I mean? He's been done dirty a bit, yeah. He actually has as well. Um, yeah. But the, the, big, the big one as well is that Nick Pope's out injured. I was putting him as my starting keeper. Yeah, no, I realised when we did our bad prediction thing... I realised that he was also, he was injured. Um, yeah, he's gone undergone knee surgery. Yeah, which is a bit of a pain. So who's your starting goalkeeper now, now at the Euros? Then? I mean, it's probably it's probably going to be Pickford. Pickford, isn't it? It's going to be T Rex arm. I think I think it's probably going to be Pickford. I mean, I I I would also I would put Dean Henderson in personally. I think. He should have. He should, Ole should have put him into the penalty shootout. Not have done a bit. Yeah, I, I think he should have done. Um, but that's another. That's another. Yeah, another argument. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know when. I don't know when Gareth announces his squad. He's actually a twenty-six month squad. It's got to be uh, next week. Start, yeah. Day yeah. <laughs> yeah. before the Scotland game. Like right, that. last minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's uh, got to be cut down by seven. So. Quite a lot. Yeah. Did you see um, Eze? He apparently, like, as soon as he found out his Achilles was done for, he got a text saying he was being considered for the England team. Hey, 
that is heartbreak <laughs> moment. It's awful. I actually, I actually feel so sorry for him as well. Yeah. Imagine like being called. I don't even even though he's got an England cap, you know. Like, that being would be called the... up to the provisional squad. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Even, I don't even think it was. That was. Was, was that? Was that the provisional squad? I, I think he's got. A text I think it was. I think. Yeah, I think it was that a provisional squad. Bears. Yeah, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. But it's it's annoying as well because I saw Ben White do a, uh, do an interview with Sky Sports and saying how happy he was to be called up, but like it's it could be for nothing. Yeah, you, <laughs> you haven't be, been called up yet. You could be called up, and then a week later you, you're out. You're out of it. Really? You know what I mean? Like you. I'm not gonna lie, Ben White. It's probably gonna be you. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, we've got to be a bit more realistic. Yeah, it's a provisional squad. There are seven spaces to go, and and you're. On the edge, yeah. Harry Kane, but Harry Kane could probably go. Yeah, it's, it's great to be selected because you know he's going. Yeah, you know he's starting as well. Yeah, every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I think, I think that I think that wraps up football. I think it? so. I'm trying to think There's, if anything else happened. Yeah, um, but I don't think so. No, I didn't think so. Um, next NFL, Sam. Being a bit of a week, isn't it? Have you seen? The drama around old Julio, Julio Jones. I know. Well, he went on the what, on the show with Shannon, Shannon Sharp, and he didn't realise he was live apparently. So right. Shannon Sharp said, "Like, what's going on with these trades, and how are you doing in Arizona, in in um, Atlanta?" And he said, "I'm out of it." Um, apparently, I was just reading. I was just looking today, and. Somebody said that they they don't see him going for anything more than a second round pick. I think first round, man. I know. I, I mean, that's what I think. That's the shock. Like, I think I think pick like values are the picks are valued so highly for no reason mm. by a lot of teams. Like, you give somebody a first round pick that they think that that's like millions of pounds, a million dollars worth of player. But I, I think, think doesn't really mean yeah. much of the day. Yeah, I think Pat McAfee said it best. It's like you could you there could be a first round draft pick um that is valued so highly, but he could turn out to be it could turn out to be a flop. Yeah. But you you automatically like rule out a seasoned vet yeah. that could win you a championship now. Yeah. Just for the fact just for like uh, you rate a draft pick higher. I don't I don't I think I think people have got it all like Selected yeah, sometimes. But with like Atlanta, I mean, they've got well, they've got Matt Fowler, they've got um, Gurley apparently wants out. Yeah. I, I don't They're just falling apart. It's crazy. I, I, thought, I thought they were re- re- rebuilding quite well. Yeah, um, me too. But they seem to have just decided against that. But the, 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 thing, the thing I saw just before I jumped on this podcast with you is that Rams are now favourite to sign Julio. Really? So and imagine Patriots are up there because I think he wanted to play with Cam. Yeah. Um, the Rams. Can you imagine though, Sean McVay? You got Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford and Julio Jones. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be similar to Matt Stafford and Megatron in that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. He's probably, probably not quite as physical as Megatron, but he's no. still sick. I think. Um, I think he's thirty-two years old. Yeah. But he's no. He's still. He's still incredible. He's still, oh, yeah. a, he's, he's still an athlete. Do you know what I mean? He's not like slowed down. No. I know he had a bit of a dip last year, but I believe if you put him in the right offense, oh, God, it'd yeah. be 
it'll be all the other teams will be will be in trouble, especially with like a heavy like passing offense, like probably the Rams will be with Stafford. Just imagine no look pass from Stafford to yeah. Julio in the end zone, mate. I mean, NFL on notice. I mean, he's doing it with the Lions for God's sake. He's gonna it's just it'll be unreal if he goes. Yeah, unreal, unreal. And then the other thing about NFL this week is that Tim Tebow was pictured in his sort of training. He looks <laughs> training insane. Camp. He looks. Have you seen the size of him? Unit. I mean, I know everyone's saying like, "Oh, you won't be able to play tight end." So like, you can put him at middle linebacker, and he'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> people ridiculous. have said, people have been saying, "What the hell has been? Is Tim Tebow been lifting? He's been lifting too many Bibles." <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he looks like Ray Lewis. I mean, he's a unit. I've never seen, mate. A, a, well, to be fair, Gronk. Gronk is huge. He's he's up there, with Gronk. Yeah, I mean, I think because Gronk's tall, I think that makes yeah. him look a bit longer. But with Tim Tebow, he just he looks stacked. He looks stacked. I'm so I'm actually really excited to see if he can play. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Are they going to actually select him in the squad? The active no. roster for the league, or is it literally just going to be a load of media hype? Like, I hope they take. It. I mean, um, who's the coach? I can't remember his name. I don't know. I can't remember. Urban Meyer. Oh yeah. Like they love each other. Okay. Everyone's saying that that's why he brought in <clears throat> because they're just good mates. They're, they're, they're really good friends. Um, Urban Meyer coached him at Florida, and just loved him being in the locker room, but. I don't, I don't think they would have brought him in to be tight end if, if he didn't think he could play. No, no. Because he hasn't been playing for a while. Like, he could have easily brought him in as a coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, like you said the other week, there's a lot of um, spots that would have, well, there's one spot that would have been taken up by Tim Tebow. Like, he would have taken up someone else's like dream, essentially, yeah. of, of being in the league. So he's got to be good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They can't just like sign him for no reason. No. But it just it just be so interesting to see what he yeah, does. I can't wait. What he does. I can't wait to see what Jacksonville look like they're gonna be good. Yeah, revolved Trevor Lawrence and I know. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Anyway, the 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 NFL starts. Still got a, still got a long wait. Still got a long wait. Too it's long. Gonna, it's gonna be September. <laughs> this is the one thing problem about American football. It just the, the break is, is so long. The break is so long and the season's so short compared yeah. to football that is. But ah oh, well. Oh well, we'll be all right. We'll make it just about with the with the Euros and with the Euros, with the Euros. And the Olympics be fine. Olympics, yeah, don't forget Olympics. Not about the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in this last sort of section of the the podcast, we're just going to talk about a few sports. Um, obviously, uh, Phil Mickelson won the um, absolute legend PJ champs, age fifty. What a boy! <laughs> it was so good. Like I watched quite a few of it, quite a lot of it. Um, the final round, I only watched to like his tenth hole because it was late and I was tired. <laughs> but he played phenomenally. And to be fair, the, the last round was weird because they exchanged the lead so many times in the first nine holes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually he won, even though he shot over par. It, really? Shot, yeah, he shot one over par, I think, for the round, but still won by That's like crazy. Three. <laughs> But yeah, I think it, it was great to watch. And I think he's just a really good guy to win, to be honest. Honestly, I thought he was a lot older than 50. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought he was like about 60. He has been around a while. He's been around a while. 
Um, um, but yeah, when's the last time you won something? Like, is he is he is he a top ranked guy or is he? He's not top top ranked. I don't think. I can't remember the last time he won. He's won on the Champions Tour recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what PGA Tour event he won. I mean, my favourite, Rory McIlroy bottled it, didn't he? He did, again. Again. I hope one day he can win a major again because it would be so good. But I love Rory, man. Just I don't really follow golf, but I like I like him. Yeah, me too. Um... But the, there was a, other than <laughs> Phil Milkerson winning, there was a bit more controversy. When... Oh, it was great. <laughs> when best, best, time, best moment of the whole thing. Ex- explain it. Explain, explain the golf is involved. Well, I mean, Brooks Kepka. And Bryson DeChambeau have had an on, ongoing spat for a few years. Um, I think in 2019, DeChambeau said that um, Bright, uh, that he said that Kepka would win in a fight and stuff. And um, but they don't like each other. I'm not really 100 percent sure why they don't really like each other. Um, but <laughs> Kepka was being interviewed. Um, I think at the end of the PGA Championship mm-hmm. and. I think he was he was talking about putting and how hard it was to putt with the yeah, wind. Yeah, he was mid-interview, weren't he? he was yeah, mid-interview. talking about putting. And um, I think DeChambeau was about to walk past and he he was he said something like, you just got to hit it on the right line. Um, and I'm not sure if he was talking just to his caddy or he was actually in response to what Kepka said. But as he was walking behind him, Brooks stopped and rolled his eyes so hard. <laughs> his eyes went so far back of his head that he was he was just in, so enraged by his presence. <laughs> That he lost his focus in the interview. He said, "Sorry, I'm just, I, I, I couldn't. I just lost my focus. Couldn't list, listen to that all that bullshit." And it's just, oh, I, I love every that, second of it. That is hatred, mate. <laughs> that it, is it hatred. Was pure. It was pure. And I think now Deschambeau's put on forty pounds of muscle. I think they, they're a bit more even in fight. But, uh, <laughs> uh, mate, but <laughs> he's become a meme. I've seen it everywhere. Like the, it's literally you see him walking behind yeah. him in the back and then him rolling his eyes oh yeah. my god it's actually brilliant it's so petty but it's it's, it's absolutely it's hilarious and, uh, I'm all for it I mean it's not so drama seen... in the golf game you don't get much <laughs> yeah you don't see that's what I was about to say you don't see a lot of drama in golf no and it was it's it's great and the, the fact that they're paired up for the next tournament is just oh. even better I want to see it I want to see it I, need, I, I don't think they'll like I don't think there'd be anything to see really, but I, th- I want to hear what they say to each other the whole way around. They just wouldn't talk though, would they? They would have like they would probably have to have like a security guard in, in the middle of them. I think to be fair, I think Deshambo would wind them up though, just on purpose. I, I, I don't think Deshambo particularly cares. No, he's not our first line. I think I think Deshambo may have pissed off Kepka, and he's got a bit of he's got in for him. But I think Deshambo probably is a bit like yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, at the time when they started their feud, um, DeChambeau hadn't won anything, really. Right. But now he's he's won a major. He's got bragging rights. He's, he's, yeah, I know Kepka's got four, but... Fair I, 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 I'm kind of hit and miss with Kepka because he seems a bit entitled. Like, he was saying he? he was saying how um, Dustin Johnson, um, like, how can he be like a, considered a great player when... This is before he won the Masters. Like, he was saying, how, how can he be considered, like, great when he, he, you haven't won a Masters? Mm. You know, you haven't won a a, 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 yeah. a major, um, and like because he's won four, yeah. But he's only won three PGA events, right? Apart from majors, whereas at the time, Dustin Johnson had won twenty-one. Mate, 
too many. He's which got is, too many, which is ridiculously high. Um, I think Rory McIlroy said said like he's won three times more than you. So yeah. I think I think that's irrelevant. Anyone can win on one given day. Yeah, with the consistency yeah. that Justin Johnson has. So I, th- I think um, Kepka can be a bit entitled. So I was glad he he didn't win the PGA. Bit of an ego on him. Yeah, that's personally anyway. But honestly, that if you don't know what we're on about, you've got to watch it. Honestly, you'll find it on YouTube. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> and a bit of drama in the golf world, which doesn't exactly. really happen. No. Um, we'll quickly move on to NBA. It's the playoffs at the minute, but it's yeah. also, also a bit of controversy at the I minute. Mean, there's not too much to talk about in terms of like the map, the, the like the games, because it's kind of going a bit to plan. I think that the Heat are just capitulating against the Bucks. Yeah, um, they've lost. I think all three, the three of the, the the first three games by ridiculous scores. They've hardly even scored. So yeah. I think that's been the major shock. Um, but the biggest thing is that is the fans being dickheads. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've had all this time without fans being yeah. out and not being able to watch their teams globally, not just in sort of England. And this week, you've had a fan spitting on, a Knicks fan spitting on um, Atlanta's Trey Young. Yeah. And then you've also had um, a for a pack of popcorn thrown over. To be fair, the pack of popcorn I don't see as bad. Like that, you know I, I feel like that's like spitting is way worse, especially in COVID. Is, is a million times worse. I mean, getting a bit of popcorn thrown in you after a game that you won. I think they won it. Oh, um, I don't know if they won or not, but I just I saw they the won the game on. and you got popcorn poured in him. I, I, I've, I feel like it's a bit, but yeah, the, the, it, it's kind of puts a bit of um, darkness on. Fans coming back in because yeah, do you know what I mean? We've been we've been without them for so long. I, I get that fans are passionate, and I get that you hate to see your team lose, or you hate to see players playing poorly. But they're human beings, man. No one, no who, one. Who spits? Like why? Spits? Why is that ever a response to anything? It's grim, man. It I've grim. never seen that. Like, all right, well, obviously you see it. You see it too much. I think. They, yeah. Every time it happens, it just baffles me as to why that's a response you choose to do. Like. Yeah, we expect we have high standards of athletes, but yeah, I think no was... one deserves to be spat on. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith was saying that, um, or especially during COVID times, yeah, like he should back. be arrested. I mean, he should be yeah. arrested for spitting on, any, on him anyway, but yeah. especially in these times. So it's just obviously, I think both. I think both have been banned. Um, both instances banned, yeah. especially the spin one. That I think it's a bit harsh for the popcorn one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a bit of fun and games, and then he's just throwing a bit of pop- popcorn. But have you, have you done I... that before, then, Sam? Are you trying to like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, uh, I've not seen the video of what it's, of, of how it is, but maybe there was like some, uh, this... yeah, really really hard bits of pop- popcorn thrown. <laughs> yeah, some kernels. Yeah, maybe he's allergic. To, maybe he's allergic to corn. You never know. <laughs> it was an actual aggravated attack but like that, <laughs> so, a, a ban on him is a bit harsh I think fine would have done with him I think uh, um, there was a bit of an altercation as well he went and just put a pot some words some 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 phrases being thrown around oh, okay. I think Russell Westbrook had to be held back a little bit <laughs> although he wasn't getting up to him because he was quite high up but um, yeah I mean Westbrook needs to be held back from anything yeah. him and Joel Embiid they, they have they have a lot of disdain for each other really um, some more beef um I think if if I think there's a video going around of just the interactions of media, say like asking them about one in, one another, and they just hate each other. Oh, Russell, I I I haven't followed NBA for years now, but it seems to me that all the teams that were when I used to follow it, that were at the bottom 
sort of struggling and now it's all up there, sort of doing well in the playoffs. Knicks are up there. Knicks are back up there. The playoffs. Um, got the Bucks, got the um, Phoenix Suns, used to be shit. Obviously, LeBron's still going, isn't he? LeBron. LeBron is still going. I mean, he had an ankle injury just before the playoffs. So he was saying that he doesn't think he'll ever be like 100% again. But he, he drained like a 30 foot three pointer to win the. Um, yeah, I saw that. To, to win their um, play in tournament thing against He's the. the goat. So I don't think he'll ever be bad. But I, I don't think they'll win this year. I hope they do because I, I just like LeBron. Yeah, and I'm and I'm kind of tired of people saying like he's he's not as good as, as Jordan because I think as time goes on he's proving he's as good at least as good yeah and also he's in the new Space Jam so he is I'm excited <laughs> to see what that is I'm I'm buzzing for that mate it's quite a few people I think um, Damian Lillard is in it um, he's the only one I can remember to be honest that's how you know you're in goat status mate when you do yeah. Space Jam exactly. <laughs> so it's literally Michael Jordan and LeBron yeah up there. that's all you need <laughs> that is all you need. <laughs> Our last sort of sports topic this week, I just want to bring up is um is tennis. Um, what a sport! We don't really, t- Sam is a Sam is a keen tennis player. Great, great sport. He, every time we play as mates, he just batters me um, completely. I we actually haven't played in a couple of years, so God to knows what he's gonna he's gonna rip me <laughs> rip me even worse. Like probably. Now, so. Um, but yeah. Um, no, Naomi Osaka. She's uh she's come out and said that she's not taking any uh press conference in the French Open to protect her mental health. Initially, I just thought it was if she'd lost. Yeah. Um, but it's it's all press conferences. It? She's, she's she doesn't want to take part in in any in any of them. Um, See, I think that's the difficulty. I I, I I'm hundred percent behind that. Your mental health and keeping that just contractually. I think they they have to do these interviews. Yeah. And she's um, going to get, do you know how much she's going to get fined? Ridiculous amount, probably. 14,000 every time she doesn't do a press conference. I mean, how I mean, many I rounds think, today think... in the French Open, like, if she gets through? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, she's world number one. She's near world number one at the moment. Yeah. She's doing really well. Um, and I think it's great looking after mental health. Um, I was just worried that if she doesn't do it, she will be fined. I know they're in a lot of money, but I still think it's ridiculous. It's, di- it's difficult, isn't it? Because one argument you got, one argument you got that's part of the game you can you, you can oh, I can't talk you're contractually obliged to mm. to interview win or loss yeah and it's just that's just your but, that's but being a sports person i think um you're more than welcome to answer however way you want though so yeah true i think i'm not saying she, she's not done the right thing um with not doing it at all but but she could do it and just not answer any and then yeah. be gone uh, yeah but I mean, I mean, all credit to her. I mean, I think they're interviewed probably too much, especially straight. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I see some of these press conferences, and they're asking the same question over and over and over again. I mean, if I was a sports person, I'd be fed up with it too. Do you know mm. I mean, I mean, they're, they're literally still sweating. They've come off playing maybe a three-hour match, and um, have to answer somebody's questions yeah. about what they're feeling, and you're like, yeah, oh, you feel shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think that needs to change. And, I mean, be- and this might be the push to, to do it. To do it, yeah. I mean, the best example is um, Marshall Lynch. He, yeah. uh, former NFL running back. He, um, he hated press conferences. He wasn't a man of many words, but <laughs> every single press conference he had to be a part of, yeah. he, just, he just sort of said no comment. He just didn't. Yeah. 
it didn't partake. I'm just here so I don't get fined, yeah. Yeah, I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's exactly the words he used. And he got fined so many times for just missing out on yeah. press conferences. But it's draining, man. It's draining. I've got to think how many press conferences these Chelsea and City players are going to have to do for Champions League. And yeah. it's, it's too much. It's way too much. But I, I think at the end of the day, for, for, for footballers, they kind of have a bit of an easier ride at it because only the like the best players in the game will, will do an interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they won't be involved in the big press conferences like with, with, where they all sit at like, the desk. Um, and I guess it's a team sport as well, isn't it? Exactly. Um, so you can offload a bit. But in tennis, it's all, it's all individual. I mean, there, there are obviously other individual sports that are probably the same. Um, but there's a lot of focus just on you. Yeah. And you're under, under the spotlight for so long. So, so for like a grand slam, you're under the spotlight every day for two weeks. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy. I, I remember, I remember, um, Johanna Conta. Yeah. Um, she got interviewed. She, she's a, a women, um, a British tennis player. And she, she hasn't got through. I think she struggled to get through to the semi finals and she keeps faulted at the quarterfinals and she lost again, yeah. um, a couple of years ago at Wimbledon. And the interviewer like, was just asking stupid questions. She, mm. she just like upped and sort of like she got really upset about yeah. it. And I, it's I, just, I, it's just ridiculous. It is. I think they just they do ask ridiculous questions these days, and and a lot of them ask questions that have no bearing on what's going on. No, it's all to make sales, mate. It's all to exactly. make money, rather than actually caring about how as sport as a whole and what athletes think and feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a bit annoying. It's a bit annoying. Fair, fair play to yeah, Naomi. No, um, um, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see if if more athletes follow. Then it I think they will. I think they will because I, I I think because you can't you can't keep finding everyone because then nobody will have an interview. And no. I think I still think interviews are great. They're fine, but doing them every day just seems a bit pointless. Yeah. And, you know, a bit pointless. So I'm hundred percent behind her. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think that's it. I think that wraps up. Um, that's all, all off now. All the sport. I mean, me and Sam have discussed earlier today that we will start a Euro 2020 or 2021, whatever year you want to call it, um, Fantasy League. We're going to do yeah. it. Um, I haven't made my team yet. Is Sam, have you made yours yet? No, I've not, I didn't even know where to make Where is it on? I don't know what it's, it's on. Um, I'll send you the link, or it's it's an app you have to download. It's like yeah. one of the, it's one of the Champions League uh, fantasy apps, I think, or something. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll do we'll do that. I think we're going to join a, a league with the corridor of uncertainty uh, lads. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see if we do an open league. About if anyone actually joins it, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, we we can try an open league and see what happens. See, see. We're up to the sixty followers now on Twitter, so follow, yeah, give us follow us on there. I expect yeah. all sixty to be <laughs> all sixty. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a couple of mates um, watching, watching, listening now. Uh, so yeah, let's 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 hope we can get a few more. Um, exactly. But yeah, what? so up the Chels tomorrow. No, down the Chels. Up the Chels. Well, you're going to be supporting them, mate, in Manchester. I, I'm not supporting them. <laughs> I just, I would just prefer them to win. That's the only thing. <laughs> I've got no. Oh yeah, just don't. <laughs> I'll be I'm, a nervous wreck tomorrow. I'll probably have quite a few drinks tomorrow to drown out the the Europa League. That I have for both of them. Yeah, 
I'm definitely going to have a few beers. Um, That's to be done. So, and if it goes down to pens, I don't know if I can watch. So, I mean, who wins that? I mean, apparently, um, Edison wants to take the final penalty. I mean, that is, I can see that happening. True. I can see it happening. He's, he's taken penalties before, isn't he? Or has he taken one? I don't think he has yet. Or he's taken one in the penalty shootout. I don't know. But Probably. Um, he's got a but, rifle of a left foot. So. He does. I'd love to see that you lose 5-4 on penalties to Edison. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, deliberately, I've deliberately not taken the piss out of many United fans this week. <laughs> Full well knowing that he could, he could swing it back up. <laughs> so I'm hoping that whatever I've said to United fans, they'll remember. Um, they won't. So I won't get too much shit. <laughs> they won't. You'll still get shit. Brilliant. Can't and wait. also, because it's the Champions League, not the Europa League, you'll get more shit. Brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can fit another one in next week if there's if there's most things to talk about. Um, yeah as the Euros and the air draws closer. But yeah, we'll get our fantasy team sorted and yeah, we'll be watching. Point, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, cool. okay. Yeah. Happy days. Happy days. Cheers for listening, everyone. Cheers. Um, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. See you later in a bit. <laughs>